Hey everyone, welcome to the Subtle Soapbox Podcast. I am your host, Marcus Del Rosario, and joining me on tonight's Soapbox is, as always, my good friend, partner in ranting, Travis Bellius. And wowzers, Travis, one episode we mentioned how we took a big break. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that that this this uh, this break just trumps that one. Yeah, it we, has been what we're trying to one up ourselves yeah. every time. <laughs> it's just gonna keep going and going until people slowly forget about Guys, the podcast. We might have a big break after this one too. No, but the thing is though, what prompted me to um, get a hold of you again was that there's been some who have told me that like they're still waiting on some episodes or that they've listened millions of fans yeah we've got some locally you know near harvest international internationally you know pittsburgh between nations literally (laughs) between there's someone on an abandoned island who somehow has the media to listen to our podcast that's called guam (laughs) moving on shoot Well, yeah, Travis, it's been, what, a solid four weeks yeah. since our last ep? Yep, we've lost a lot of uh, income off of that. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. I, I don't even want to look at our viewer account oh, Yeah, <laughs> I, I understand. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, it's been a lot of stuff has happened. And what prompted me to hit you back up again to to um, to grab you and get this podcast going. I think it sounds like we live in different cities. <laughs> well, you know, it, we're practically, we practically do. Actually, no, we live, yeah, we anything, live, we live in the same city. Literally the same city. Oh, no, I live in the next, across the street. So. You live like the next block down. Yeah. But yeah, that we know that a lot of stuff has happened in between. And I know um, our faithful listeners would love to hear what's going on and what we have to say. Um, spoiler alert, we don't really have much to say, but... <laughs> We don't. The end. <laughs> you know what else? We can... Or let me rephrase that. <laughs> what else we can do, though? Okay, okay. We skip. We could... We if could. you're listening, skip ahead. Just skip ahead now. Just do it. We could go back to our roots and begin each podcast well, as we always do, in reaching out to our want-to-be, hope-to-be, wish-to-be sponsors, Hebrews Cafe, serving the most authentic Christian coffee on the island of Guam, serving you in Mangwong Totumaiti from 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. I've learned that no, because... One. one. Yes. Now? That's literally what it says on their sign. Oh, man. See, this is what we've been missing out. This is why he hasn't he doesn't get that uh, ad revenue, <laughs> that sponsorship. But yeah, if you're looking for a classic Mr. B to wake you up in the morning or... You did. Actually, did. You keep interrupting my my sponsorship. Yeah, I'm trying. If you're looking for a classic Mr. B to wake you up in the morning, or a wild taro and Oreo frap to get you going throughout your afternoon, um, stop by Hebrews Cafe. Like Travis said, serving you from 7:30 to 1 p.m. every day. I mean, if you really want me to wake you up in the morning, I can get you a cold pail of water and just dump it on you. But the, you see, really there's you don't have that same hipster vibe from it. I'll use a wooden bucket. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's pretty close. That's pretty hipster right there. (laughs) That is pretty hipster. I'll be having an axe in my hand and like throwing it at the same time, like axe throwing on the side, (laughs) just dumping water on you. Oh man. The other day I was I did get really bored one time and I did check out um some of our old episodes. That's how bored I was. Wow. You are you were on the pits of despair right there. Oh yeah, it's been a rough four weeks. You don't even know. But Travis, tell us, what's been going on in your life in the past four weeks? I'm sure everyone would love to hear that, Mr. Man of the Lab Coat. 
um, I've stayed out of the lab. It's oh, that's sad. No, that's good. You just, you have good. just disappointed all of the listeners. Everybody. Yep. You've exposed the real you. Ash, hashtag no filter. But um, go on. Uh, I made some Instagram posts, <laughs> then really? took them down. Oh. Because I was trying to make a story and I actually went down to post. Really? So, yeah. Oh no. I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not hip enough. I would have been the first person to like that. I hope yeah. you know. Um, I think I made a Facebook post. Maybe. Actually, no, I didn't. You um, still use Facebook? I do. I, I don't have know gotten back on I've, Twitter. I use Facebook. <laughs> I, ever since that episode where we said about me not using social media, I got back on Twitter. Ironically, I just look at stuff. I don't ever post. <laughs> I don't even like That's, or retweet. I just there. yeah. I I don't remember the last time I posted anything on social media. No, I, I usually don't. I may use that. I may use that chance though to um, get our new episode out there. Oh yes, there you go. So, man, Marcus post for the first time. What do yeah. you have? Oh, it's <laughs> just some of this pyramid scheme stuff. <laughs> That's all it is. I don't think we have enough people for a pyramid scheme. Hey, a pyramid could be small. <laughs> We're a small pharaoh. <laughs> we got a small pyramid. Oh man! But a lot, a lot of stuff has happened. Like we have been well opened to the um, to society throughout this pandemic. Not the past few days. Not the past few days, though. We shall get into that. And <laughs> <laughs> but what have you been doing from then on? Oh, from you know, I've been doing my class so responsibly. Oh yeah, sure we're I'm both master's. in college. Yeah, you know, my classes start next week. You have been starting classes. Yeah. I finish next week, so I'm happy. You know, I am so glad now. My professors have actually emailed us back in what we're going to do. I've sort nice. of been. All of us have sort of been in the blind. <laughs> That's not good. It's not that fun, you know, when classes classes were supposed to start. Today, actually. Today was Whoa. supposed to be our first class. But then, since our governor uh, thought it right to put us back into PCOR 1, our classes got pushed back to next, uh, I don't know, when the 26th is. Oh, yeah, next week. Next week. Yeah, because it's, it's before my birthday. Your birthday? Yeah. You have a birthday, Travis? I do. I didn't just land here on <laughs> Earth, as opposed to what most, like, eighth graders are doing. <laughs> what are you doing for your birthday? Uh, I'm going to try not to cry this year. That's sad. No, that's, that's a, no, that's a good thing. Are you all right? I'm trying not to cry. Travis, are you all right? Uh, sure. Do we need to get deeper? No. How does that make you feel? It makes you feel like not crying. <laughs> Is that the point? <laughs> oh, okay. I have to be honest about one thing, though. Like, not about my birthday and stuff. Um, I guess I like, was a birthday, probably my saddest birthday. This is, like, really random. Was the one I had my freshman year of college. Because on my birthday, I had to say goodbye to both of my parents when they dropped me off at college. Oh, no. It was so sad. On your birthday. <laughs> on my birthday. We spent like the whole day together, though. That's terrible. So it wasn't like until five that I was stuck there. But it was like, wow, here at college. And I just said bye to my parents on my birthday. And I know no one here. Good job. <laughs> It was, it was pretty bad. That's so depressing. That reminds me of the the birthday I had in my in I was in fifth grade, and I don't know why, but all my friends came over. Uh, I lived in the gated community. Wait, wait, time out. You had friends. I right. I know. That's crazy. I you. somehow had friends, but in continuing, we lived in a gated community, so we had a community pool, and I don't know. Did you have communion at the community pool? <laughs> communion at the community pool yeah i don't know i don't know if those communion wafers would last 
pretty the, quickly. The pool is all the grape juice. <laughs> it's just a grape juice pool. Yeah. We were no, we were in fifth grade. I don't oh, think so it's we wine. Were. My bad. <laughs> that does so much better. No. Um, I don't know why, but I just felt it right to go isolate myself in the in the at, playground area at your party at my own birthday party. <laughs> that sounds like something I would do when I was younger too, actually. But no, but the thing is though, I. It, it couldn't have been because I wasn't getting attention. It's my birthday party. <laughs> so, I don't know why. And then my mom got very mad at me that day. In, in all honesty, I deserved it. Yeah. You know, I was a bratty kid. Same. I can't imagine you guys. Did you have a beard when you were a child? I was, actually. You can ask my mom. I was born with beard. Oh, that must have been very unpleasant. <laughs> I didn't ask that much. Um, anyway. Oh, anyways. You asked the question. I got to answer. Fast forward. Fast forward to that. Fast forward the next year. My first year birthday. I still had a beard. Still had. <laughs> Little do we know, again, Travis came out of the womb with, with a, a full-grown beard. <laughs> Baby face, but full-grown beard. Oh, wow. We weren't talking a small beard. We're talking, like, you know, Duck Dynasty oh. full beard. <laughs> <laughs> okay can we please change the subject hey it was your choice <laughs> i didn't i asked you what went on in the past four weeks not <laughs> we got their stuff here someone review the tapes we need oh, to get a foul goodness. on the play somewhere oh man but i've in the past four weeks i still have my job that's, that's a blessing su- that's surprising <laughs> yeah I, it really is to all of you who don't know i really expected to sort of get laid off by now <laughs> But to everyone who's listening, every time I've seen Marcus, he's been doing nothing. That is, <laughs> no, that no. is not true. No, it's true because that is not true. I'm Travis. not saying you don't do anything. I'm just saying every time I see you, I feel like you're you doing just nothing. happen to catch me in the intervals in which I finish the job. Oh, you're like one of those hit workout people. It's the high oh. interval <laughs> intensity training, but I do it for my job. That's basically what it is. <laughs> see, especially nowadays, since well. School is supposed to, you know, be here on campus. Yeah. Um. So we don't have that many jobs. If you've seen me now, oh my gracious, half of the time, like, mo- yeah, most of the time, at least for most workers, we're just waiting in the office, waiting for something to come up. Oh, so if I tell you guys to, like repaint my entire apartment, we're cool. I mean, it. I guess you could try. I might as well try. We probably would do it, to be honest. Because we're really, the other projects we have, they're like really long term. So something like that would get done in a day. You just couldn't be there, obviously. Oh, I got to teach. And then, oh, you'd just be in your room though. Yeah. How are your classes going? Classes going are well, you know. Today I've caught like, oh yeah, I guess. Oh, please. Wait, what's today? Today is the the 19th. 19th. Please lean into what you're saying. I already so, know what you're going to say, but please lean I've into it. I've already posted about this on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a secret. Hashtag uh, um, not sponsored. <laughs> and, oh, wait, I guess it goes my Instagram that I'm not sponsored. Not here. My bad. Anyways, um, I'm sorry. I'm new to this whole social media. Social mogul, I think you could call me. Um, tycoon. Um, social media tycoon. Yeah, I'm definitely not an influencer. I am. I basically cause the world to go around, I think. <laughs> Um, influencers want to be me. Um, other than that, though, I posted on my story the fact that I had two students. I think it was like my second hour or fourth hour. And Wait, they were was just, it only two? I'm pretty sure it was like three. 
Oh, no, like the one hour, I think it was only two. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I had more throughout the day. But the first one was like just two people. And I dismissed a little bit early um, because I got through all the material I wanted to. There were no questions. You know, we were cool. So I had a few students stay after. I guess they had questions. And so there were like five people there. Then they started slowly leaving as they realized, you know, I don't have questions, I can leave. Then like for a solid seven minutes, there's just these two people just there. There's nothing on the screen. I took down the PowerPoint and I'm just sitting there. I have my mic muted and I'm just like watching these names being like, are you guys going to do something? going to chat? going to talk? Anything? Nope. So I decided to like just take a picture of it and blur out the names and put it online. And then after that, I think I ended another class like really early because they were ahead already. I didn't want to get further ahead. So they had like 20 minutes between like when our class was supposed to end. So the class was like 25 minutes. And so I gave them 20 minutes off basically to work on either homework or quiz and they could do that on their own time. And this kid just stayed there the full 20 minutes. Maybe he was just very adamant in wanting to finish this lesson no matter what was going on. I know the student, and that is not the truth. <laughs> I can tell just, you. Please, if anyone is listening knows um, who did this, please feel free to show them this episode oh, at this timestamp, um, 13 minutes and 21 seconds. And then the by eighth hour, I was just kind of like, okay, this is kind of stupid. So I had two people in there. I only caught one. But so I go to my Spotify and I just like crank up Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up all the way up as loud as it'll go. You can never go wrong with Rick Astley. And then shared my screen so it shows my Spotify and then it played it and that way it goes blaring through the thing. <laughs> it was really interesting how fast they left as soon as that happened. <laughs> that was the best part. They didn't I, even stay for the reunion. Nope, I knew. I knew that they heard it then though. That was the best part. Wait, can we just can we just take a minute and put ourselves into that student's shoes so i may or may not have fallen asleep in class or i may be just playing video games and um what i just lost i just i'm just not paying attention so Uh it's one of those two right yeah and all of a sudden (laughs) you hear the angelic voice of rick Rick astley's never gonna give you up no just the angelic voice of rick astley there you go you can just end it what is your reaction go my reaction, I get up and I start jamming out to it because that is an amazing <laughs> song. I don't care what you say. Regardless, if you give me an F, I it's an A in my book. I that heard Rick true. A for Astley. There you go. <laughs> like that's the thing. It's like if people are like, "Oh no, I hate that song." It's like, no. If you hate that song, you are you no, deserve to get an you. F. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Little like, do we know, Travis is is um, grading everyone <laughs> in his class by their music tastes. Yes. The longer you survive, the more higher the grade you get. <laughs> They failed. They left in the first minute. Oh my goodness! I would, I would. If you were me, I would laugh. But then I'd realize, like, oh wait, he he knows that I was either falling asleep or not paying attention. Yep. Oops. <laughs> or there was last year when they were kind of trying to be strict on um, participation and stuff. I think I would put in the chat and say, answer this question, um, and put your answers in chat. Then, you know, they, they put their answers for all the people who were there. And then, like, five of them wouldn't answer at all, and I'd give them time. And be like, if you haven't done it, you know, make sure you do this. And then at the end of the class, I see those five are still there. And so I mark them as absent. And then I get this furious email of, I was there. And I'm like, well, you didn't answer the question, so you weren't. And that's what we were told to do, so that's oh, what I did. I, I wonder. I just, I just wonder what some of your students think. <laughs> 
that I am being taught by a crazy person. <laughs> That's probably what most of it is. Do you think it's only in your class or they do that for each and every single class? I would hope it's only my class, to be honest. Because my class is pretty punishing if you don't listen. Mm. So I hope that it's like they learn their lesson from my class. That way other teachers don't have to deal with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, they'd be fine, but yeah. No, Travis is just having mercy upon you guys. <laughs> so please... Or if you do enjoy hearing Rick Astley, you know you can stay. <laughs> you know you can stay. It, you can yeah. just you can just pay attention yeah. and then ask him to play it. Yeah, don't worry, guys. I'm never gonna give you up. You know, I got you. <laughs> I'm never gonna let you down. No. <laughs> that was that was pretty good. I'll give you that one. Oh, but I think I want to I want to jump topics a bit. Are you sure we're having pretty fun with this? One? <laughs> a lot of fun. We've got to dig a little deeper today. It's been four weeks. We what? can't just stay. Yeah, super we can just talk about Rick Astley. <laughs> we could we Goodbye. could add him into this. We could. I want to see um, what's going on. Like, or not just what's going on. In his life. I wanna, yeah. What Where is life? Go? What is so? Basically, I'm gonna do a jump. So basically, um, for the entire summer. We have been relatively opening up now on the island of Guam. Um, obviously, you wear your masks whenever you go out or inside a building. Um, if you're running, you know, I mean, you don't have to wear a mask. Most people I see running on the side of the road don't really wear masks. But they're not around people. But they're, they're not around people. They're like 10 yeah. miles away from the next exactly. person outside. And so Guam has relatively been opening up. And then... Um, our governor has recently thought it fit to put us back into PCOR 1, meaning almost everything, you know, except for exceptions for takeout and essential businesses. Hey, that's better than last time. It wasn't even takeout last time. Was it really not? Yeah, for the first week, it was like oh, just the grocery stores. That's tough. But like yeah, the th- first few days at least of it. Things have been closing down. P. Um, P. <laughs> Picor. 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 Beaches and and parks have been closed down. Obviously, restaurants. Um, and biggest ones for us, Travis and I, um, school. Mm-hmm. So school was school is supposed to be going on. Students walking around campus. So I guess one of my questions would be, Travis, how has that um, maybe affected you, whether it be in teaching or just your overall attitude? And then I'll just go into mine after you. Um, when I got, so um, I know Harvest students probably un, at least saw part of what happened here, but um, maintenance I know, and then some of the guide teachers, we moved a lot of stuff. I think maintenance did most of it to get the classroom suited so you can get everybody in there. And we did um, that, like my class holds 18, usually I have like 27 in here. So we cut it quite a good bit. Um, but. I think last Thursday was our first day. Um, so that means that Wednesday night that a lot of teachers were here really late. I was here to like 10, getting everything ready, Seriously? getting everything printed. Yeah. That's tough. Because I found out like some of my classes were moved at the last second because we didn't know about students, which was fine. It just comes with the territory. Um, so I printed some stuff out. And then first hour went by, I wasn't in my classroom. Then second, fourth, six went by, I was in my classroom. Lunch went pretty well. Seventh hour happens. I'm across the street. So I have like a three-minute walk. And by the way, if you're at Harvest and you cannot make it from one class to the other <laughs> in five minutes, I have no pity on you. 
<laughs> if I can wait for every student to leave my classroom and still make it over there on time and be ready to go, yeah, I have no pity hey, on that's you. That's a tough walk, you know? <laughs> you had a bigger stride, sorry. <laughs> I know I'm tall, but I cleared that thing by a minute, so we're good. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Um, but go yeah, on. Yeah, I was on a mission. <laughs> I was going to get there. <laughs> um, so during seventh hour, I get an email on my phone. And usually I don't like look at my phone, but I saw it was from admin. And they said, okay, we aren't going to have school like this tomorrow. We're gonna, you're going to come in and do a prep day. And I was like, what? We literally just prepped for four days straight, literally just so this all would work. And then we've been told it shut down. So that was like, um, I'm glad I wasn't near people mm. <laughs> after that day. I literally just, I think after that, it was me, um, this, all the science teachers. We went out with some of the new, new staff and... Um, Miss Noobson and Miss Hashberger and then a few other people mm-hmm. can't remember everybody we all went out to just to eat, eat afterward and not talk about school because we were no. just hysterical Be- yeah because I mean, it, it, was, just... it wasn't until people say yeah, yeah basically midnight or if we want to be specific Sunday night 12am yeah 12.01am my bad but the um the thing about that was like we don't know what we're doing, so why worry about it? So we all just went home after that to our homes and just relaxed because you couldn't do anything. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. That was. I think one of the biggest things on my mind, sort of two things. One of them, the sort of lighter side, is I, <laughs> I genuinely um, felt pretty bad for the students, mm-hmm. and all of us are praying that it's only two weeks. Yeah. And it really does seem like it will be two weeks considering um, the situation at Harvest and the circumstance and also in the island, um, just how things have already opened up. Mm -hmm. And so, but yeah, I I felt pretty bad for most of the students. I know some of them don't really have that much of an issue with it. Probably some of them prefer it because like some of your students, they (laughs) give them an advantage. Um, But I don't know. There's something about Zoom and I mean, Zoom's a great application, but there's something about it where it's just at least mentally draining because even we only had it for like what a quarter last year mm-hmm. um but it was just not there i've i've talked to maybe like one or two teachers who say it's not that bad i think just one teacher just they said it's not that bad at least in their opinion because that it gives them a lot of opportunities to go out and do other things too mm-hmm. like exercise and do all that kind of stuff um, but for the students, um, you know, just being a student who did use that, and I will be using that in my classes mm-hmm. um, next week. You know, you're in the. It's, this is going to sound super first world problems, but yeah, just on a practical level, you're you know you're in your own home, and you you obviously need a higher level of self discipline, mm-hmm. um, and you don't have the accountability of the teachers there being with you, and also maybe even your classmates being there with you. And the fact that you you are in an environment um, suited for working, learning, um, developing these skills. So when you're at your home, which is more or less so for relaxing, comfort, winding down, it could be pretty difficult. And that's sort of just like my practical thinking that I felt pretty bad for the students because I know a lot of them didn't really like it. But I also know some of them don't like <laughs> probably didn't like being at school either. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then I think on a deeper sort of level, I obviously was a little frustrated because uh, the maintenance team, uh, yeah, the maintenance team at Harvest, um, we have done 
a lot, a lot of work. Actually, our boss one day we had a meeting and he took out two pieces of paper. He had the the sheets of paper was a piece or a paper and a half of all the entire work that we got done this summer, and it was filled. Mm-hmm. It was filled, and obviously that's huge blessings from God. Like looking back, like He really helped us get so much done that summer, and even in preparation for the new year, you know. Um, plexiglass was made um, mm-hmm. so for students or for classrooms that have tables within them um, so you know even if they don't have desks that you can spread six feet apart or five feet apart whatever you want um, you have the glass there so you have your own sort of like see-through cubicle mm-hmm. you know training for training students to be working office jobs already that's great there we go <laughs> ready for um, the workforce exactly and all of that's all these precautions was put up certain different um, just you know there is we had a my friend and I we were working and then so we were called to help with some packages turns out we moved tons upon tons of boxes of hand sanitizer oh yes from the like department of education building to harvest and it was mm-hmm. it was a big load and obviously it wasn't backbreaking but you know it was, it was a lot of hard mm-hmm. work and so after just one day of school knowing that okay we're already shut down uh, yeah, it was frustrating for me and obviously for everyone else on maintenance and for ev- all the teachers, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, but, and then one of the other things that hit me too is I was already, <laughs> the Holy Spirit already convicted me that it's like, okay, obviously still this is not out of God's hands, you know. Mm-hmm. He There's a reason why he did this. We may not see it, but we can trust in him and rest in him that, okay, whatever has happened now, there is a reason. It is... Uh, for those who know Christ, it's it's for good to conform uh, them to him, his image, and yeah, already showing like, okay, you know, I shouldn't be that angry, you know, even though it's not, it's a little frustrating. I shouldn't be furious. So that was a little bit of a, how I was feeling in that. Mm. Yeah. So it is, yeah, it is a little frustrating, but not definitely not as much as um, it could be. Right. Obviously, to others, if you if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get you. I get you. I get you. That was thankfully though like when we start back up we're probably going to be using the same setup so we are prepared mm-hmm. this next time i guess for when we open back up because there's no way it's going to be less relaxed than oh yeah what it was so um we're thankful that we at least were able to get all the work done i know for teacher side and i'm pretty sure maintenance is probably happy too of like oh, yeah. no longer moving all these lockers anymore that was fun that was you, you should have word, seen. You, no, you you were there. You saw us. We had our two trucks, and we played Django with those trucks. You did. It was, was impressive amazing. sometimes. And then we lost a few chairs every once in a while. And I was like, oh. Did we really? There's a few. I was not a part of that. At the very beginning, like when they, <laughs> they would pull out, it was like one or two would fall off. It's like, eh, it's oh, okay. Man. They're they weren't going fast, so they were fine. That is why I love maintenance. Oh man, and I think. And the stage right now looks like a Django. Oh ball. yeah, My that's goodness. those poor. Poor stage crew. Oh, you guys had to move everything. Maintenance isn't doing it. <laughs> oh, man. And I think another thing that I sort of want to jump into. Um, this is I, I sort of mentioned. Oh, I sort of mentioned it a little in the beginning, um, and it's a little deeper, and we can touch up on it a bit. But how do you think, in light of how everything started here on Guam, and obviously in in the mainland? Yeah. Sorry, I picked up my beard hitting the mic. I'm so sorry. People. Oh no, you're good. The I'm sure they wouldn't mind. They won't mind. Yes, that's my beard that I've had from birth. <laughs> oh, gosh. Continue. Yeah, to bring it back. <laughs> no. Yeah, in light of the beginning of this whole pandemic and how it hit Guam and from that to now, I don't know if we've touched up on it, 
But how Probably not. we've been doing the stranger yeah, danger that is true. with it. That is true. Um, but how do you think it affects people's anxieties and fears um, in their lives? Uh, there's, That's very broad. It is. Now, you know, there's definitely a massive spectrum with this. I know back in the States, it's still a big deal about wearing masks and not. But here, it's pretty much just well kept that you wear a mask. Oh, um, yeah. But I will say there's people, even when I wear a mask, that completely go overboard like in the store i think i just wanted to get chips or something like something really simple and really dumb or i was getting a drink um and i walk over and i oh it must be a drink because i opened the door because i was thinking oh there's no reason for her to worry because she's like the next door over basically and there's a complete barrier the door between us and i kid you not she sprinted away from me (laughs) but she was taking her sweet old time at you know finding what she wanted oh, and no. i was like i'm just picking this one thing up and she where was I, this again at payless okay i was wearing my mask and everything i and you know i want i sanitize my hands. <laughs> like i even have hand sanitizer in my car or i, I used to at least and like because they didn't have it there and it's like you know i can dry or get my hands clean that way anything i touch you know even if it's not corona it's like in general no one wants germs and bacteria right. Uh, I just think it's very interesting, though. But being a honestly like someone who really likes to study um, diseases like bacteria and viruses, it's very interesting how because we're told this is bad, people think it's bad. I'm not saying it isn't bad, but it's just mm-hmm. very interesting how you have the flu, which is about as contagious. Now, definitely not on the same scale, you know, with um, severity. But it's very interesting how we never were serious about that. You, you would have kids show up to school with the flu. True. You know, it happened all the time. Um, we as teachers would think, I don't want to get my sub plans ready because that requires me to have more work. I'll just go and teach through everything, you know, while I have the flu and I'm infecting everybody. And it's really, ju- I honestly think it just comes down to the fact that you do not have that option anymore. And that's why people are freaking out. You can't just push through this and infect everybody around you. Mm-hmm. That used to be like, okay if you thought about the flu, like no one thought about the flu of someone in the class got it. And then the whole class got sick. No one freaked out about that. It was just, it it happened. It's flu season, right? It happened. Um, you'll get over it in a day. Whereas with coronavirus, it's like, Oh no, we need to completely panic again. Severity is worse. I I get that, but it's just very interesting how I think the main freak out to this is not the virus itself, (laughs) but the fact that you realize how bad viruses are in general. Mm -hmm. And it's just, just very interesting. I think an obvious factor would have to be the media and how they play it. I don't even look, and, <laughs> don't even yeah, look at me, that media. <laughs> me neither. I, I just know that it's it's so big and so broad, and they, they make – yeah, I, I want to be careful with what I'm saying too. <laughs> oh, at the gym, they have I mean, they have news networks on like by the treadmill, so when I'm warming up in the morning, it's like – and they just have huge numbers of how, the cases. It's like, Really? Like, you can't just have an update. Like, I understand it's still a huge deal. I'm not trying to diminish it at all. Obviously, it's impacting everybody. But, like, you could just have, like, an update every 10 minutes. Like, even every 10 minutes, that's pretty crazy. But mm-hmm. they literally just have this massive counter that takes up a quarter of the screen on the mm-hmm. side. It's just, like, what in the world? Like, it, oh, no, the number went up by one. Oh, no, in the last <laughs> second. How are we going to survive? It's not going down. No, of course it's not going down. It's still in the growing phase. (laughs) There's just some parts of this I'm like, okay, that's just completely impractical. There's no point. I think I want to sort of 
go back and dig a little deeper to <laughs> to that lady that you saw at Payless. So, <laughs> so it you, was funny. You you were there for like what? How long again? Oh, I go there for like fifteen minutes. 15 minutes and then she just full on sprinted away. But she wasn't young either. Oh that wow! Was, it was. I don't know if that had to do with part of it that she was older. Mm-hmm. She wasn't old. Like she wasn't in like the sixty plus category at all. Mm-hmm. But if she, if she was. Yeah, she has some good skincare. Just putting it that way, like she's probably, honestly, early forties, maybe even late thirties. Like not old at all. Like not just older than me. That's mm-hmm. really what I mean by like older. Mm-hmm. Um, so not within any risk group. Maybe she had an immune deficiency, but if that's the case, you shouldn't be out no matter what, whether coronavirus or not, mm-hmm. um, or at least out that much. Or you should always wear a mask. And then I'm. I'm serious. I was near the end of that one aisle at the very front, and those aisles are what, hundred feet, hundred fifty feet long. So, so. Um, maybe not. Let's just say hundred feet. That's. I know it's smaller than that. And I was near one end, and she sprinted almost to the entire other end. I'm like, it's only six feet, is what I'm thinking. <laughs> and you running just kind of stirs up the stuff that's in the air. So good job. <laughs> you should have just told her straight up. Excuse me, ma'am. I'm a science teacher. When you do that, you make it worse. Sorry, I didn't have a megaphone mic to reach her. Drop. <laughs> I needed the mic to reach her down there. She was gone. Oh man. But then there's other people who don't um who don't care, which I'm not saying you need to go to the extreme of, oh, it's nothing, you know. Be considerate. Oh yeah. Um, one, there are people that are freaked out. Um especially when you're thinking from I'm not trying to bring the Bible like fully into this and like beat people over the head with that, but we are supposed to be considerate about our brothers and sisters. Um I will always remember this is going to be like really deep for a split second, but like I always remember what my soccer coach told me in high school, which was um, any guy you meet on the soccer field is either a um, brother in Christ or a mission field. And mm-hmm. I, I take that with me pretty much every day, you know, my students and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I kind of applied that to this of, okay, if I don't wear a mask or like, you know, I'm begrudging of it or I'm just, you know, oh, I hate this. And they just constantly talking about it. Sure. If that person agrees with me, you know, we might, I guess you might get a relationship that way, but no one's going to be mad at you if you just be quiet and you just wear the mask Mm -hmm. and you're just accepting of it because we all have to do it. You now are no longer a barrier, even if there's no conversation, even if there's no talking between you. But the fact that you could bring up a barrier just by being complaining about it, you know, Mm -hmm. no one wants to be like a complainer. So honestly, that's kind of where I've been coming from that of like for the people who are like super, I'm against mask. I don't want to, now, again, you don't need to be the extreme of the lady who's running away from me mm. while we both have masks on. Please don't. That's just kind of weird. Um, but you also, you know, don't need to be pulling down your mask when you're right next to someone you know and just talking. It's kind of like, do that at home or do that mm. when you're in private. You know? so. I was, yeah, I definitely, I definitely see what you're saying. I was going to say, like, what was I going to say? We don't know. Got lost. No. Um, but along those same lines, like, obviously for the christian and for again like as or for our fellow brothers and sisters obviously we have (laughs) eternal security yeah and so it if it was the lord's will for an individual to not have the virus they could be coughed on they could lick every surface that the coronavirus have had and (laughs) like it's really bad mental yes okay okay, (laughs) but they could they could jump into whatever (laughs) And obviously, you're losing me. I'm a science teacher. I know too much. No. Point is, again, for Christians, 
we obviously have an eternal security. And so there's sort of a lot less fear and that could that reflects to I guess for some it would be less how do I say initiative in this whole procedural Ooh. process. Well, that's like that's a yeah. That's a at least a 20 point word in Scrabble. <laughs> and no I'm but very yeah, proud I, of you. I also want to jump on what you said too. Um, please don't jump on me. No, I won't. Okay, good. You know, is we all we're also called to love our brother, and if our brother is, in fact, um, anxious about this, you know, we don't want to become a stumbling block for them. Mm-hmm. And so that's an encouragement for me too, and especially with my own family, um, and again others around me. And like I said, if there is another brother who is a little scared about this, you know, yeah, we don't want to be like, hey, you know what? God has a plan. <laughs> yeah, you know, coughing all over them. Exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah, and there's definitely yeah. a balance to it. And I think we have time to get into one more topic. I'm scared because I don't know be what fun. this topic is. This this should be really fun. And to be honest, I'm not quite sure either. But we can both <laughs> jump into it. Um, the last okay. one I want to bring up is the process of change within each other's <laughs> lives travis okay now Tell i want i want to i want i want to i want to take this let let's let's what think about this, this. i want you to think about this and i want you to, to dissect this unpack it as precisely as you can in the next couple minutes i feel like you 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 want me to do something eloquent like i did with some of the other topics we've had <laughs> you could be we could but yes. i don't know what to say because i got this text from marcus and i was like we need topics man and we don't know what to do and he says this topic and i'm just like what does that even mean and then he says exactly <laughs> to me. i'm like Okay. Okay. Here. Um. You here. Why don't? Okay. No. 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 I'm the one always asking you questions. Why don't you try to ask me questions? I don't know what we're talking about. That's why you ask questions, Travis. I don't know what to ask questions about. Just, what's the topic, just, Marcus? Tell, tell me. How, what's the, the process topic? of change? Okay, Marcus. What does that mean to you? The process of change. What What is change? Change. Okay. So, our, how deep are we getting? <laughs> I would you're just the one answering the question. I would just say change. Um. A progressive movement in one's not physical movement. It could be physical movement in an individual's life slash circumstances slash situations over time. Okay, I see why I'm the one, I see why you're the one that asked the questions <laughs> now, and I'm the one who answered. My goodness. Okay, Marcus, is the what, what? my job's not that easy, huh? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I just do better at dancing. <laughs> Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, so when you talk about change, is it an easy process for you or a hard process for you? Hmm, it depends. I it depends. Are you depending on yourself for the change or I are said you relying? You, sir. Oh, so yeah, you're depend on me or an individual? I say you, sir. You. Well, I sort of take what's going on around me and I give it to the Lord. Now that seems very generic, and in a sense it is. But I could go a little deeper. Yeah, again, let's, let's go there. Let's... For example, coronavirus. If we can get even more specific, like I mentioned COVID-19. a little, <laughs> like I mentioned a little earlier. So before, again, like I said, I was I was a little frustrated. Like, man, we've been working in so hard the entire summer. 
Um, and it just gets shut down like that. And so that was at one point. But then obviously through the conviction of the Holy Spirit and God's word and his, his, his probing at my heart of me wanting to trust in him more, he, he's changed. Not, he, he may not have not necessarily changed me um, drastically, but he's changed um, the way I thought about this. Again, at least this certain situation and circumstance in life right now. Um, and he's changed. Or it's, yeah, I, it, what else has changed? <laughs> no, no, I'm waiting for it. No, yeah, he's changed um, the way I think, um, certain aspects of how I feel. Um, that's, that's like a very small but specific answer to your question. So does change, which one is a more effective form of change? Like a painful change or a change that you bring on? Ooh, that's a good question. Your job's easy. That's a good question. A painful change or what's the other one? Or like one that you bring on willingly. Like, like when I say painful, I mean someone mm -hmm. is like guiding you or some situation is pushing you in mm -hmm. way. So sort of like an outside force. An outside force. I mean, you still kind of have to make the decision. But then the other one is like you're taking initiative mm -hmm. for a change. Which one's easier? Easier? Or I guess which one's uh, more impactful? Maybe not easier, but more I, impactful. In your I life. could do both. I would say the easier one would probably be um the outside force mm -hmm. um affecting your life because one you don't you have no control over it mm -hmm. therefore despite how you feel or these um how painful it may be or even how good it could be it's not in your control and so you can't really do much about it so you're sort of i i don't, don't want to really use the word forced but you are i mean you're put in a bad situation i get i guess you could are, say are, forced I mean, maybe not like bad situation, but like you're put in a very limited situation. Yeah. So I guess. then you're moved to do something, right. regardless of the circumstances. Mm -hmm. The one with the more impactful, um, what's it? Uh, consequence, not consequence. Oh. 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 Man. <laughs> Change. I, it would, it would, prob <laughs> oh it would probably be um, the the uh, the other choice, which is a self-made change, because. You are taking something about yourself, and despite or not despite, um, depending on what it is, you yourself have to do that. You have to somehow. Oh, I want to be careful with my wording here. Um, find the will. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh boy! Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, like I said. Okay, now take what I said with a grain oh, of salt. My, I, I feel. Take I feel the bells ringing. The bells are ringing in my head. That it doesn't. I'm not implying. I hear it. I'm not. <laughs> here comes the topic. Here comes it's the topic. It's not implying what you think, Travis. Oh. It's not implying what you think. And for our listeners, I don't know if they know, but it's not implying what you think, Travis. Again, another example. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no good way to go about this. Nope. There, there are countless times in the Bible where they. Where it is said we need to turn away from something, mm -hmm. whether it be sin mm -hmm. or sin, mostly <laughs> whether it's, it's sin. sin or sin. Well put. Well put. <laughs> um, Good. We're not supposed to turn away from God. I'm glad we're exactly I'm glad we're all in the same. But I think here. you get what I'm trying to say. I do. Now, do you have anything you want? If you want to capitalize on that, uh, usually just the first letter of every sentence, but. Other than that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you want to build off of what <laughs> it, I said? It took you a second there. That's funny. 
Well, I was just going to mention that I had a fantastic chapel sermon. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've talked about it. Maybe I just like love this sermon so much. Um, at college, you can stop me if I've said this, and we can just cut this out. Okay. So I feel like you're burning. Hello, listeners. Last time you're going to hear me. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> no, but I had this really awesome chapel message in which I really wanted to just take my anger out on people because, or other people because it was so impactful to me, but I didn't want to listen to it. I mean, everybody felt the same way, like at the college, at Bob Jones. It was crazy. Like Steve Pettit got up there and said some things, and it was just like, no, that's not the truth. There's no way. That's Interesting. Not the truth. And then, like, literally, maybe a week later, I was like, that was probably the best thing I've ever heard from the pulpit, besides, you know, salvation. Hmm. And even then, honestly, my salvation story, which I will get into maybe in a different time, was not, like, right after a sermon, as far as I know, mm-hmm. as I remember. Um, this is probably the most impactful thing in my life, in which the sermon was literally entitled, Just Say No. It wasn't like a drug campaign. Oh, I, I know promise. what you're talking about. I know what you're Did talking talk about. about this on the thing? I don't think you've talked about it on the, the okay. pod, but this is one. You I kid it. you not, there were people in the audience you could hear that were just mad because they did not want to hear the fact that you just have to say no to sin. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pray. I mean, you know, you should pray. Yes. But you don't just scream to God and say, "Please get me out of this." No, you just bite down and you say no to sin because mm-hmm. you God has given you the power to say no, and that's what I thought. That's probably the most impactful thing that I've changed in my life is not me praying every day, Lord, please deliver me from the sin. It's like, Lord, give me the strength to do this, to say no, to do this. You put this in my life. It's here for a reason. You know, let me get out of it through how you want me to. Mm-hmm. You know, if God doesn't want you to be under something, you know, he'll take it away. Now, he might want you to ask for you to take mm-hmm. it away. But, you know, if you're trusting in him and he, you get you are asking for strength to say no, when you don't say no to a certain sin, that's your fault. Mm-hmm. It's not Jesus being not strong enough. Because I feel like in a lot of Christian, immature Christians, not like saying it's a horrible thing, but it's a part where we need to grow in is the fact that, um, yes, we depend on Christ for everything. But there's a step that we have to take as well. We can't just expect, let's just take lying. Because that was a horrible thing that I did back in high school. That was like, I lied so much. Oh, you and me both. Oh, I it was... It was on stupid levels, like mm-hmm. um, just about anything random. It's just like I don't know why. I just felt a thrill, you know. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, I lied. <laughs> you know, those... Did you take that pencil, Johnny? No, no, no. Oh, 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 just feeling it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Wasn't that? But I mean, it was yeah. pretty close. Honestly, it was so dumb. Um, did you read that book report? No. Or yes, I did. It's like. Ugh, it was super, super dumb. Um, but thinking about that, it's like, did I want to say the truth? No. No one wants to tell the truth whenever it's difficult. No one wants to, you know, fight any sin when it's difficult. There's, that's just human nature. And just praying to God and saying, Lord, um, take this away from me, is not always going to be the answer. You know, you will sometimes have to say no. You know, put your big boy pants on and say no. To sin. Mm-hmm. Is that easy? No, no one's saying it's easy, but there just needs to be a point in your life. And that was, again, I'm tying this back in as being like the biggest change in my life. Mm-hmm. And I think it ties into what you said. It was a, it was a change that I made. Yes, there was an outside force, yeah. you know, the preacher out there preaching and probably, you know, the Holy Spirit, honestly, because yeah. I still don't know how I got to this, like was able to process all of that. But um, I decided it's like, okay, you know what? When I sin 
and, you know, and I realize and I come and I come to repentance, it's, I need to come to repentance as I failed. And God obviously forgives me, but it's not the, I feel like so many times I came to repentance and it was like, well, I'll pray harder next time. That's not always the answer. The answer is sometimes you just need to stand your ground and say no. Realize how much you love God and how much God loves you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, pray for it. Maybe, maybe redirect your prayers to, Lord, give me strength to say no. Mm-hmm. Not, Lord, take this away from me. So yeah. it's, it's just, again, tying that back in is that's the biggest change I ever made in my life. And it kind of fits both parameters we were kind of answering there. Mm-hmm. I had an outside force. And honestly, I think God had an influence on me. And then on top of that, it was a decision I made. Yeah. So. Wow. That was great. Travis, you somehow, you know like it. you said, you, you've taken two, <laughs> two, um, what's the term I'm looking for? Probes. <laughs> taken two probes and tied them into one conjugate. <laughs> what are you saying? Answer. Basically, you answered that very well. And oh, I thanks. do hope, um, if anyone who is listening, uh, if there are any brothers and sisters in Christ listening, you do find some encouragement and strength from what hopefully what we said. Uh, so this just proves Christians can be, they can talk normally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think on that note, Travis, we have... Um, so what do you think about reading Obadiah? <laughs> Let's go to Bible study. <laughs> That's all we talk about. <laughs> oh, well, Travis, I think we have explored the ins and outs of a variety <laughs> of topics tonight. And until next time, um, we are going to step off our soapbox. Peace out.